I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hey, everybody. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, which since 2017, this versatile It's a Thing podcast has grown into an international phenomenon and offers comfort, support, and warmth as friends, couch companions, bedtime buddies, and travel teammates. Thanks for joining us. That's right, folks. We're the Squishmallow of podcast. <laughs> I really like the idea, by the way, and I don't know if Rich did this on purpose, of uh, using about statements from things that we have identified as things for oh, the It's yeah. Thing intro, right? Ouroboros of references. I'm pretty sure we talked about Squishmallows. If not, yeah. we... We have talked mistake. about Squishmallows, whether they were a thing or we just <laughs> talked about them or... What I, I can't swear to, but... Because they are, in, in fact, such a thing that yes, yeah. we, yes, yes. Uh, well, my first thing uh, was confirmed by Rich and Molly over text message uh, over the mm-hmm. weekend because I have seen it rise. It's not new, but I've seen it rise. And I was particularly curious, not only if it was outside the L.A. area in San Francisco, but in Ohio as well. And you both confirmed that, confirmed that yes, in your various regions, this is a thing. It is the the snack item Takis, T-A-K-I-S. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And it's such a thing that it's like, it's all the new flavors of things that have gotten totally insane. I thought, I think for a while Takis were like a pretty regional Mm -hmm. thing because the kids here are very into them, but I think it's sort of like a Mexico influence in California in general. But now I feel like Takis have gone. Well, that, that was the thing, right? Way broad. They've been around. If you don't know, they come in a a purple bag. Uh, They're little rolled up corn wafers, like basically like you roll up the tortilla chip before you fry it kind of, kind of situation. And they're, they're spicy flavors. I've seen them around the LA area since I moved here in 2013. They're, they're not new. They're all, they're a staple in every convenience store. But lately I have seen huge displays like <laughs> from my car, as I'm driving past the convenience store, I can tell there's like a gargantuan Takis display inside. Uh, and then the the vet that we take our dog to has a one of those vending machines that is like the vending machine of last resort <laughs> that you have in hospital waiting room type situations. Totally. So it'll uh-huh. have a Kit Kat. Uh, you know, un- a pack of Oreos, a pack of those horrible peanut butter and cheese <laughs> cracker sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like the basics of every snack and it has Takis now and it didn't used to. So that was when I texted you all and was like, what's up with the Takis? Is it spreading? Is this this rising? And you confirm that, yes, indeed, uh, Takis is hot, not just Takis. by taste. Exactly. And especially all the weird flavors, like blue heat. <laughs> Some legends say that blue flames burn the hottest of all. <laughs> like, why have they gotten so disgusting? Takis Nitro. <laughs> Straight from our yeah. lab of mad geniuses. 
I think they just sort of like rode the wave of spicy, you know, as everything like got more and more spicy. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Takis like sneaked in the back door and then took over and put Flamin' Hot Cheetos down. Pinned it to the mat. I don't even know what I think Fuego has been around for a long time. That's the, the, the super spicy one, which is honestly is not that spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe the crunchy fajitas one has been around, but the blue heat nitro and guacamole. <laughs> those are more recent. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, yes. Such, 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 such a thing. Also, can confirm. I read a pretty funny article the other day, actually, about why uh, the, U- the U.S. has such crappy chip flavors. Because it turns out that apparently all over the rest of the world, there are like a preponderance of chip flavors. Yeah, that there are, there are a wider variety of chip flavors. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, yeah. and, and what did it pr- purport to be the cause of, of such a dearth I mean, of flavors? monopoly, of course. Really? But we yeah. we've got multiple chip makers. Are they, like are they two or three? Yeah, I mean, there's really well, we like so many regionals, like, like the the um, Uts and and the uh, there's there's a lot of regional chips out there. I I went on a during the lockdown. I I went on a a tour of of snack foods and then like found all <laughs> these regional like potato chips that are still being made. Let's see, Lay's is the largest manufacturer of chips on the planet, um, and then there's a whole and they make chips worldwide too. Like a lot of the crazy, oh, look at that. Uh, right. But there's uh, a bunch that they only sell elsewhere. Yeah. So it can't be just the monopoly. There must be something else. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Mental floss. Here it is. Especially in the world there's where just, like brand differentiation has gone crazy. There's there's 17 different types of crests. Like when you. I know. You would think. But yeah, no, there's like sushi, seaweed ones in Japan and like mm-hmm. chip ones. And I, I've actually like become acutely more aware of this because we get this weird little box because, you know, little delivery boxes yeah. that cost $10 a month that you forget about are a thing. Yeah, totally. And it's called snack crate and it's like little snacks from around the world. Cool. And I keep forgetting to cancel it. And then every time one comes, my child is delighted. Like it's just so fun and stupid, but it often has chips in it that are like, roast chicken flavor and they taste like a straight up chicken or like yep. the France box had like blue cheese, like camembert. Yeah. I know those are not the same thing. It was camembert and it tasted, I mean, it was like, I was like, why are there stinky socks on the counter? I'm like, Oh my God, it's these camembert chips, which <laughs> just were completely. Well, some of flavor. it is just regional preference. Ketchup. I get that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure sour cream and onion seems weird outside of the U S right. To somebody. Somewhere. I would think, but like, we just have like, either salty or spicy pretty much mm-hmm. or apparently blue i'm know. a big fan of blue. of uh of these tokboki chips that we got at the korean market that are flavored yeah, the way the little rice cake snack is so it's like uh, it's like a right it's like a sweet hot flavor really good amazing red caviar they have red caviar okay i'm down the rabbit hole might be <laughs> might be getting hungry might be getting hungry anyway um, talkies totally a thing Takis, totally a thing. I feel like I would know if I were hungry if I, like all of the cool people I have encountered recently, were wearing my Ura ring. Ura. O-U-R-A. Made famous by the NBA during the lockdown. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, obviously not that famous because you didn't hear about it. totally is true. No, it's so funny because I just looked at the news story that I pulled up and indeed... The, the NBA and the WNBA purchased this uh, Ura ring by the thousands for their players because 
it seems they thought it could maybe detect COVID early it because it's be, basically it going to be contact tracing. I think right. is the idea, right? Well, and it because it can um, oh, it, it detects some, your some... temperature oh, and heart oh, rate early detection. Okay, all right, exactly. It does these like baseline metrics, so body temperature sensors, um, and then heart rate, and so it could sort of be like, oh, if your you know body temperature is is high and your heart rate is kind of spiking, you might have a fever. You might want to get tested. You might want to get tested, but now they were testing them every day anyway. Though, <laughs> anyway, it's a freaking thing. It yeah. is everywhere, and everybody wears them on their uh, index finger, which I guess is where you wear it. I don't really know. Is that a better um, measurement or something? Or I don't know. It needs to be on your finger for at least two weeks. Maybe you don't want to look married, but I or maybe that's just where all the cool people wear it. I don't really know, but I'm seeing this thing all over the place. And then just as I was like, huh, it seems like this aura ring is kind of hot. Uh, then they made a Gucci collab. And now I know it's huge. Meta, meta thing. Like, meta thing. As soon as you brought that up in our pre-show, I was like, oh, did you hear about Gucci town and Roblox? Like <laughs> Gucci has settled down. Uh, they they've done collabs with Roblox before, but they have settled down and created a whole town in Roblox where you can buy Gucci things for your virtual Roblox characters. I mean, considering that we talked about the Gucci belt being back the other day, I do feel like there's like a sub thing happening with Gucci. Yeah, or it's it's, it's, it's a sub everywhere. or a meta or a side or some uh, ancillary. Or something. There's an ancillary yeah. Gucci to everything. Did and I mention the new can... Gucci talkies? No, I, didn't. I haven't got there yet. But just wait. <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, the regular Aura Aura ring that everybody is wearing is like regular black or silver, I think, costs $299. The Gucci version costs $950, although it includes a lifetime of service because evidently you have to pay six bucks a month for the the Aura ring to monitor everything that you do. Oh, well, okay. I'm not saying that that mm-hmm. makes it a smart buy, uh, but that's no. that's that's a good luxury perk of like, and you you don't have time to think about you know recurring charges on your credit card. Yeah, I mean, really, that's kind of useful. Yeah, yes. Except that the math on how long you have to wear that thing. Let's see, six times twelve is seventy-two dollars. <laughs> so let's see, subtract so nine fifty minus three hundred. Minus three hundred is six hundred fifty dollars divided by seventy-two. You have to wear your Gucci ring for nine years for it to pay for itself. Uh, pretty sure the battery's not going to last that long. Yeah. Also, yep. pretty sure that technology will, even if it is slowing down, is going to move faster than that. You'll have an implant by then, exactly. Yeah. But still, Ura, I guess you could just still wear it a as a fashion item, even if it's not Maybe. working. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I can't. I just Gucci but I, charger too. The FOMO is like getting to me, not the Gucci one, mm-hmm. but the Aura ring. But I'm like, what do I need to quantify? I feel like uh, brands like that are a, an indicator of a healthy uh, sector of an economy. When you when you can get people yeah. to just pay because it's got two little G looking things on it, then that means that that there's a market that just has more money than they need. I think I also like the fact that a new consumer electronics brand emerged. Yeah. Who owns Aura? Like, that's kind of nice, right? right? It's just Aura. Nobody. 
Or Azura. Yeah. And it's got a, like a $2 billion valuation or something. I mean, it's like a real... They're not new. They, they were founded in 2013, but... Uh, yeah, they've been around. They're Finnish. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's why it seems so stylish. Maybe. And, wow, and West Bay Stars in our Discord hopeless. says mine only lasted four years before it wouldn't charge anymore. That is a long... That's a commitment. That's not bad for a battery. That's yeah. not bad at all. That's because it's Honestly, a tiny battery. That's half a Gucci. Half a gooch. Half a gooch. <laughs> uh, well, I think we both have new apps uh, to, to round us out today. Uh, I'm going to call out Yubo. Y-U-B-O. Um, it is unfortunately associated with, with some other live streaming uh, lately, but but I, I tagged it before that because it is targeted at the kids. It's targeted at the Gen Z. Maybe yeah, it's targeted, but also popular with them. Um, yeah. it, it is an app that says you don't follow people. You can't follow people. You don't okay. like streams. This is not about collecting likes. So it is not meant for influencers. Yubo mm-hmm. is up to 10 of your friends can get together and hang out on a live stream. And viewers find them by either nationality, like show me all the French streams today, or interest, show me who's streaming about Ura rings uh, or whatever, right? <laughs> and so it's meant to be like b- being able to just hang out and talk about stuff, not, you know, trolling for likes and, and mm-hmm. being a creator economy. They make their money off of subscriptions and premium items within, cool. you know, like yeah. perks and stuff. And uh, and do not monetize data or sell ads. Wow, that's great. That seems very positive. And they've got twenty million users too. I, that that that's what makes it a thing, right? You're like, and also people like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it is interesting that that and be real, which just doesn't isn't particularly viral. That's the new here. Yeah, I feel like we are starting to see the wave. Of the Instagram's paths, those things that were like, yeah, yeah. what if we just captured a photo instead of writing a thing, right? That was the right. reaction to Twitter and Facebook. And we kind of forget that that was, that was new. That was yeah. a new way of looking at it. And I feel like Be Real, Yubo, and a few others are apps that are saying, yeah, but that whole creator thing where you have to follow people and like them, such a millennial thing, right? We just mm-hmm. want to talk. Like right. let's 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 elevate the discourse above the personality. Yeah. Which I love. Like that's great. That's how we build up immunity in this society to social media, right? It's still relatively new. We're figuring out how to integrate it into our lives. And if people are out here like, you know, maybe smaller is better. Great. Love it. And I just I think it's worth knowing that uh, there there is there is a new thing out there that's that's got, you know, 25 million euros in premium subscriptions last year. 60 million. Did I say 20 million? 60 million users worldwide. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh and so it's that that's real. That's that's not be real. That's that's that's, uh, that's, that's and, real, and almost right. their entire audience uh is in the um 13 to 25 range. Wow. Yeah. Yep. They made the news recently because uh they also separate 13s to 17s from 18 and older. You cannot interoperate. They're not on the same network. They have two separate Ubo networks. Right. 
and you and age they, out of the small one. Uh, they have been verifying uh, age by ID upload, where they they just you upload your ID, they look at it and delete it. They don't store it. Uh, but they've now started to do uh, facial recognition, where an algorithm guesses within a couple of years what your age is, and if and if you're if you're too old, then it'll make you put up an ID. But but it's basically comparing what you say your age is to what you look like. Interesting. Yeah. Amazing. Love it. We're so techie today too. Um, it, that we're accidentally straying into this other show, but I, we did in fact, both bring two apps and then we both each have like a bonus third. We're yeah. just, we remain on a wavelength as always. Exactly. I heard from some Gen Z's uh, when I was in Miami last week that the hot new app for hot girls in particular, and if you want to find them is CoStar. Which is an astrology app. Oh, I was like, like you're you're so hot. I want to co-star uh-huh. with you. Like, nope. But like the star a, kind. Astrology. Okay, got it. Because and it's just the inevitable freaking spin-off of the astrology phase. But of course, it is now a dating app. So there are evidently several of them, but if my intel from Miami is correct, um, then CoStar is the one to be using. There's like one called Ilios. There's Sanctuary, The Pattern, Nebula. These are all astrology dating apps? These are literally all astrology-based wow. dating apps that, that like, like rate your compatibility <laughs> based on, among other things, of course. Astrology. Your astrology. Mm-hmm. That feels like start. giving up. <laughs> I, and I don't mean for the people dating. I mean for the <laughs> app makers of like, you know what? Our algorithms don't work. Like it's pretty much just random who succeeds. Yeah. Always Let's has been. Just throw astrology in there. Why not? Like why it's not? not? Change why the not? Outcome. Yeah. Hi- CoStar is the hyper personalized social experience bringing astrology into the 21st century. I don't even know if CoStar is specifically for dating, but you add friends to keep track of their zodiac signs. You get personality mm. analysis customized to your entire chart. Says Vogue quote. Everyone has downloaded CoStar, says no. Connor Oberst. Oh, Connor <laughs> Oberst. Wow. Connect with people about your astrology sign. If that's not a recommendation, I don't know what is. Wait, is he young enough? <laughs> and then TechCrunch notes. I know, right? Connor Oberst was like, cool, when I lived in Omaha yeah. in like 2000, 1999. Yeah. TechCrunch, quote, pretty much everywhere. So... The other thing that I noted when you said, like, it's not just for dating, that's also a thing is like dating that's apps are also doing like, you don't have to be finding dates. Maybe you just want to find a friend. Uh, that's that's the lines are blurring there. Yeah, definitely. And then CoStar is like, whoever you meet in your life, you can be like, ooh, are we compatible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Let's not put a label on it. Yeah. It's very <laughs> 70s. Very 70s. <laughs> I mean, it really is. <laughs> we might as well. Box. Yeah. Just like, let, let's like read our star charts together and see let's what happens. Let's be present with our star charts. <laughs> uh, I want to reconfirm a thing uh, because CoStar mm-hmm. is just, I have, I, I, I have no personal experience. To There's nothing on it, more to be said. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a, it's a thing for sure. It just is. Uh, yep. I would like thing. to reconfirm a thing that, 
I saw so many times that I put it in my reminders and was immediately like, but I'm pretty sure we did it. And when I looked, yeah, we did in season five. This is season eight. So three oh years ago, uh, Molly on February 8th did intermittent fasting and it's everywhere right now. Molly, you're way ahead on this one. Damn. You know, sometimes that happens. There's something I was trying to think of earlier today that I still haven't thought of where I was like, it's a good thing we talked about this on the thing because it's freaking everywhere. Like it is a curse. It's a mm-hmm. curse to be too early. Yeah. But yeah, dude, almost everyone I know is doing some version of intermittent fasting. <laughs> and, and the other reaction that I hear more than once is like, uh, so you just get breakfast? <laughs> I mean, honestly, right? I'm like, does it count how I just have breakfast in the morning and then I don't eat again until dinner? And they're like, no, no, no. Apparently like, not. You have to plan to skip breakfast in an intentional right. way. It's kind it of has what to it be on like. purpose. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But yes, 100%. Well, and then I need a thing check because I mm. wanted to bring it as a thing, but I'm not sure it's a thing. But also, I'm just sort of curious. Um, are you familiar with Fossum? No, I am not. Please explain. It's- the word awesome with F is in Frank yeah. in front of it. Fossum. Yeah. And it's like a free ad supported streaming service oh. for f- movies and TVs. Uh, TV. So I think it's like film is what the F is for. Okay. Yeah. I and was thinking a, it was like a meme that meant you were faux awesome, <laughs> but no, it's or a streaming service. Awesome. Oh no. The F stands for free, free, awesome free, TV awesome. and movies. Okay. And so basically it's taking all of the non-windowed content that Tubi and Pluto and Zumo and everyone else has and trying yeah. to pretend they're special somehow. Just more free, basically. It's just like a compendium. But all, all of but the yes. things that I just mentioned are also free. Right, exactly. So you could get Crackle, Hoopla, Canopy, Peacock, Pluto TV, the Roku channel, Tubi TV, Voodoo, or Zumo, or Fossum. <laughs> And I think we can all agree that given the choice, you're going to pick Fossum because that name is amazing. Because it's fa- fa- some But they're they're name. all kind of they. I, I mean, I probably it's just that ad free streaming. I'm sorry, advertising supported yeah. free streaming. AVOD is huge. such a thing. Oh, it even has a name. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, Fossum. Avod. Avod calling. I just believe that people are going to start talking about possum. Oh, there's an, there's an AVOD bubble now. There really is. This confirms it. The most fun that my child and I have had together in quite a while was uh, last night, just browsing all the possum titles and watching the first 10 minutes of all of them, such as avalanche sharks and (laughs) shark man. And I was like, I want to queue up all of the like disaster ones that are just like ecological disaster. Ice. It is the uh, modern equivalent of wandering down the side aisles at the video store. It totally is. Yes. It's like straight to, it's straight to DVD as a streaming service. And it's amazing. (laughs) And it's not a thing now. The best part is like, it's not unique. You could probably find every single thing on Fossum on one of those dozen other services that you talked about, but that doesn't mean Fossum won't be the one that just catches on because they have the cool name. Fossum. Yeah. Collision course. So think check. Headed think, toward New York. You, feedback. At, at, it's a thing. Just straight me. up. Think check. Let yeah. us know. Are you also seeing the Fossum wave? A mother's escape. <laughs> Silent From fall. a shark. Vendetta. Maximum conviction. Not I mean, V4. I would, just vendetta. 
Sharkano says Afi James is real. I mean, I would I would basically watch every single thing on here. Like, yeah. yeah. No shame in my game at all. So yeah, thank you. Have you watched anything on it? We start. We just watch the first ten minutes of all the movies that I mentioned. Okay, and no ad breaks in the first ten, or you always have a pre-roll. exactly. And then, like we started, we were watching one, we were kind of into it, and then an ad break came. We we're like, yeah, no, we're done. so you skip. Yeah, 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 because they're terrible. Interesting. All right, let's get to the feedback. Feedback at it's the thing dot me. Jody in Minneapolis also needs a thing check. Uh, hey, hey, all. I came across a mention of hashtag cluttercore being a thing. Personally, I shuddered and had to click out right quick when I saw the pictures. Please tell me this is not a thing, because if it is, we are truly lost as a species. Oh, dear. Well, we are. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I feel like I believe it. Oh, well, you called the um, maximalism. Mm-hmm. And this, this seems like it's part of that cluttercore. Yeah. Cluttercore. Let's see. I'm looking. So oh, yeah. Look at this. Here's an article. Like, really hardcore into clutter <laughs> i get i guess is that it yeah it's the it is totally the it's the anti-minimalism okay so yeah. i found an article on the bbc from uh may 2021 maximalist interiors full of mismatched stuff are the sign of the times and then clutter core is a mm-hmm. is a related so yeah Sorry, I, saw a headline I feel like it's sort of my fault. Gen Z being into maximalism as a as a reaction to millennialism's minimalism. Yeah, it's a lot of ads. totally. Oh my biscuits! I just looked it up. By the way, I'm looking at that BBC article and like, ah, God. I mean, I'm sort of a cheerful maximalist in some ways, but this is awful. Clutter core, man. Uh, I just uh, I just never cleaned up this room, and now it's fashionable. Now it's here. fashionable. Boom. No, it has to be on purpose, but also does it? Why are there like, there's like weird plants laying on top of pictures. I skipped oh, breakfast oh, and didn't clean up my room. And now I'm a clutter core um, intermittent faster. Now I'm hella on trend. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Afi James writes in with a new, potential new food thing. Hi there. I'm about a month behind on the show due to being ill. Oh, oh I'm sorry feeling better. So sorry if this has already been discussed. I'm starting to see skier. If you don't know, that's an Icelandic version of yogurt in more stores and being advertised more a new health product trend. Interesting. Skier, I have seen in the US for a while and I think it's been struggling to break through and now it is. I've started to see commercials occasionally because isn't it like it's the higher protein one? Is that what they're pitching it as? It's the like the keto friendly yogurt. Okay. (laughs) Aren't all yogurts keto friendly? I don't know. (laughs) Like it's not like they have carbs. The sugar ones do, but well, also okay. has protein. No, you're right, but the sugar-free ones. Yeah, pretty so much. I'm just yeah. saying, they're not made with bread. <laughs> made with <yogurt. laughs> I mean, how the hell do I know what's keto anymore? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't speculate. I don't. I know. know I'm either. just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they know. But yeah, ski. So skier making making its way into your grocer's refrigerator. It's a for sure, Happy James, for sure. Uh, Prof Art from the Philippines wants to flip the script with the show, says, hi, Tamale. So for over 200 episodes, we've been watching things happen and talking about things that might happen. But hey, what about if we try to make something happen? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't know, Prof Art. I don't know. I don't let's, know. Hear, let's, let's hear it. And, and I was about to say, let's hear him out. And the next words that Prof Art writes are, hear me out. <laughs> For quite some time now, I've been trying to make a phrase click and happen. And the phrase is, you are such. That's it. Just, you are such. 
Like you were talking to someone who was just so full of whatever that you just gave up halfway through the sentence and just sighed with resignation. You are such. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I feel like Amanda Seyfried and Mean Girls trying to make fetch happen. But think about it. If you guys help me get this out there and become the thing, then imagine how awesome meta it would be for you at some future show to say, oh, hey, we made that a thing. Just having fun here. You guys are such. You guys are such. <laughs> I love it, but only you, Prof Art, and only you, dear listeners, can make things things. We, our job is but to observe. That's right. And select. If we try it. to influence, the, the whole thing could come apart. I mean, if the audience on its own took Prof Art's words to heart, that's not that's not on us. We're just reading. If the that email. happened, yeah. right? It's not on our phone. We're problem. not we're not saying it should. We're not we're not telling you to go out and just start saying you are such to everyone you see. We're not you saying that. We couldn't say that. That would be such. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is really pretty. Prof Art's in Discord right now. Like, I get it, guys. Thanks. You are like such. I get it. Thanks. You are such. <laughs> you know, you you do you do you audience you do you. Uh, I might just. And should it make its way back to us in the magical circular stream of thingness? We will be thrilled. And we will say, Prof Art, you are the original such. (laughs) You are the OG such. The OS. The OS. (laughs) Well, that could not have led more nicely into today's shout outs. Shout outs, of course, are reserved for the people who support the show at patreon.com slash it's a thing at the shout out level and for whom our producer Rich toils nonstop to come up with ever more clever and amusing and delightful artisanal custom shout outs. Today's, of course. I love how I say, of course, every time, like it's not going to be the most random thing you could imagine. <laughs> of course. No, as you expect. Of course, as you might expect, today's shout outs are based on the iPod software license agreement, RIP iPod. I will start us off. Excellent. This license allows David Grizzly Smith to use the Mike Aiken software on a single Benjamin Forrest. This license does not allow the Lee Price software to exist on more than one Louis St. Amour at a time. And you may not make the Lara Abel software available over a network where it could be used by multiple Eric Duncans or multiple James C. Smiths at the same time. This license does not grant Joe Hood any rights to use Kevin Sill proprietary interfaces and other intellectual property in the design, development, manufacture, licensing, or distribution of Morris Jones devices and accessories for use with the Jake Woods. Some of these rights are available under a separate license from Gabriel Cohen. For more information, please email madeformirandajanelle at andrewbradley.com. <laughs> andrewbradley.com is actually a real thing. I'm sure it is. I don't, don't email, email that. Email address is, Although, is if he's smart, he should set that up immediately. <laughs> no, it's like a, it's like a, a clothing place or something. Like, oh, it's not our guy. No, it's not. Oh. It's not answering me. It's different. Different Andrew Bradley. Ah, that's amazing. Though <laughs> disclaimer that email made it. And also, goodbye iPod. We'll miss you. Oh, pour a little out for the iPod. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> If there had been an iPod Touch available on the shelf nearby, I would I probably would have bought one. I looked. I but they were they were out of stock at all my my easily obtainable 
Apple stores. There were, there were some farther afield, but I wasn't going to drive that far for it. No, no. Come on. Come on, man. It was a moment in time, and that moment is gone now. Much like our show today. Thank you for listening. You can become a member of It's a Thing at any level and get access to our Discord, where you can chat with us live during the tapings and an ad-free RSS feed, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Yeah. Email us. Email us things to feedback at it's a thing dot me, because if you don't, you are such. You are such. Hutch. See you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.